Hello. Afternoon. What time is it? That's the question I've got for you, Mark. Uh, it is before eight o'clock, so it's like what seven forty. Oh, you do your killing before breakfast. Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven forty-nine. So um, the, the reason why I raise that is uh, you're you're a man who's recently um, really taken into his brand the idea that he knows what time it is. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that a thing that's now part of my brand? Yeah, yeah. You're really um, last episode of Thread. You were really bigging up uh, time dot is oh, talking yeah. about how on how on top of what time it is in different time zones you are. And you just messaged me and said, "I'll see you in two hours." That's twelve thirty where you are. And I was like, "No, nah, bro." John. Yeah? I haven't had breakfast yet. It's too early for you to tell me off. Oh, no, I just thought it was very sweet that you you had decided that you were the time man. It's also too early to patronise me. Um, Well, now you're in New York, do I not have to patronise you instead? Yes, you do. Um, You, yes, you caught me at a bad, you caught me at a bad moment. I don't know. I mean, I could have just done the maths um, or the math and and (laughs) figured out that it's, it's a simple five hour equation. um, And I failed to do that. So I don't, I don't know what happened there because I I put my time into, I just put my time into the calendar because like I said, I've not, I I got out of bed and then said, let's record. You put, you, you, put, you put the time in your schedule, Mark, I think. I think that's yeah, in America. It, it, it uh, they have their schedule on the sidewalk mm. with their potatoes mm. and their um, tomatoes, their <clears> tomatoes. I, I'm, I'm sat at my hotel, hotel room desk yep. and I've got my phone um, with my uh, lightning earbuds plugged in. So I'm speaking to you on my phone via Skype. Yeah. My laptop is closed. On top of my closed laptop sits my iPad, which has a Motive, um, a Shure Motive Lightning mic plugged into it. Uh, and that is what I'm recording uh, me on so that it will sound okay. And more importantly, I can record my end of the phone call. Uh, so that's what's happening there. So sorry, you're using your, you're using your Lightning earbuds and a microphone? Yeah, in two two different devices. So I'm get so yeah, so I'm getting your call and you're getting a clean version of your end. That's right, so to speak. I've got a clean end. Well, uh, so I I always thought that the way this New York uh, transatlantic New York Birmingham uh, call was going to go was that I would be on the lightning buds. Um, mm. So it's been um it's been nice, but uh, I I've Bad got, name. I've got some yeah I've got some I've got some tech issues over here as well. Oh my, mate, tell, normal, talk me through your tech issues. Well, my normal recording room uh, was taken. Uh, which oh is, no, which has literally never happened. It's <laughs> it's a bookable resource. I could book it, but I've never bothered. So I'm. <laughs> it might be a bit boomy. I'm in a much bigger room than normal. Okay. And yeah, I there's, a, there's a little bit of boom, but I'm, that's that's fine. It's still a radio studio, but it's yeah. Um, it's it's a large workroom. So this one is set up um, a bit zoo or a bit kind of breakfast discussion. So there's uh, there's a desk with uh, one presenter mic, and then there's a bank of three um, mics in front of it. And I'm sat at, I'm sat at one of those banks at the moment. Ooh! I take a photo for you later on. Also, exciting news for me. Obviously, we've been talking about I've got my new mic, but I'm not using it. I'm on the old mic. So mm. um, uh, I can't wait to hear the new mic. Bit, bit in the I week, can't wait to see what you I, do with it. I haven't even plugged it in yet. Um, oh. So I, I had a I did some Black Friday naughtiness um, in terms of buying a new mic that I didn't probably need because my, my <laughs> a few people have complained about crackles on my mic so yeah. I'm still on the crackly one. Hey, well, I was you, going to talk about mics as a, as a as a topic, but I've got loads mm-hmm. of front matters to do first, so I might come back okay. to the mic in a second. Cool, I'm tapping a plastic fork. How's New York? 
Uh, it's good. Um, I have got a blister on my left foot. Okay. Uh, because I've been walking everywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I say everywhere, I mean Sunday around Central Park and into and through the Museum of Natural History. Awesome. Um, pardon? Awesome. Oh, awesome. Oh, I just got the end. I just got some. Um, uh, uh, Monday, Tuesday, uh, walking to and from my place of work, which was uh, a sort of a very, very fancy, very expensive looking, very well furnished and well looked after uh, co-working space called WeWork, of which there are several around the US, oh, cool. uh, where they, they have effectively what is their own sort of radio station, which pipes in cool music. And it is, it's, it's music that the cool people like, and it's quite good. Um, and, uh, and it's, it's, it's a really cool space. And when we spoke on Monday, I was in a call, <coughs> call recording booth. Well, a, a phone booth kind of thing. So it's where you can sit and do a conference call. Um, right. and, and all it is, is just a small room with a comfy, uh, sofa. Um, and that's just not even a room. It's a booth. Um, with a with a big big foldy closey door and and that's it and space for your laptop um and it's um yeah it would have been a really neat place to record oh so yeah, instead, yeah we were gonna yeah we were gonna try and i was yeah, wondering when but it was a nightmare you, when you said when we when we spoke and i was like did yeah. we speak but you meant you <laughs> when know, we yes when we when we internet chatted when we yeah. spoke digitally um yeah, yeah. So we tried, we tried to go for this on Monday, but um, I, I was such such a bad friend and such a bad co-host because I was so wrapped up in my own trying to get home. That's a standard thing. You literally said, "Hey, let's let's call now." And I said, like, "Yeah, just a second. I'm getting on a train." <laughs> and then two hours later, I messaged you. And went, oh yeah. Uh, by the way, the train thing didn't work out for me. Uh, <laughs> there was a, there was a commuter getting on on uh, on um, on Monday. Um, many many people struggle to get home. Aww. So sorry about that, man. That would have been no, that would, not that would have been sweet. But um, I would have been on the lightning headphones. That would have been yes. uh, would have been probably the first podcast to be recorded on the Cross City Line in Birmingham at rush hour. <laughs> well, I I tried the train on Sunday to go to Staten Island to go oh, and yeah. look at the statue and see the skyline. Um, to go, you know, to, to do the little ferry ride, and um, I bought my ticket. Uh, I navigated that system and got to the right platform. And then the platform was closed because it's a Sunday and the platform's closed on Sunday. Well, it is the but city that never sleeps. they still let you buy a ticket. It what? It is the city that never sleeps, Mark. It is the city that never sleeps. Uh, it just rests. Well, it's it's the Lord's Day, so... it's It just has a lie-in. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was, that was frustrating, but uh, it's... Um, it's 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 really cool. I've got some really nice photos, mainly of um, sky lines, um, mm. by which I mean big fuck off buildings. Wow, cool. Uh, and I'm going to try and get a slice today. That's the thing that I'm going to do. That's that's just a piece of pizza. Yeah, that's for, for one thing. Don't indulge them. It's a piece of pizza. For another thing, yeah, um, but it's a piece who, of pizza eats- the size of your head. Well, okay. So, is it big? I was going to say, who eats pizza by the slice? That's just yeah. No, like having done that in Texas, I I, I remember doing that uh, from a hole in the wall in Texas, and um, what like a cash it, point? Yeah, effectively. Um, and uh, it is they they are huge and they're very floppy, and okay. so you've got to 
you've really got to be it's a two-hander um you, you've got to be very careful how you eat a, 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 like a, a pizza by the slice thing okay um but i've been given a recommendation by our friend uh jamie garner so okay. i'm gonna go and try and uh, do that i've also got a couple of people to hopefully meet at some point uh, in the next few days Tomorrow I've got important hashtag business conversations, uh, which I'm going to have. Um, and, and so today I've got loads of work to do. I've got so much work. So I mean, that's the, the, all the things you've said are all, are all interesting, but I'm still, I'm still on the pizza. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's fine. Let's, let's not move away from the pizza. <laughs> um, so, right. So t- talk me again through. So you've had, you've had a slice, you've had a slice before. No, not yet. No, oh, yeah, in, in, yeah. I've had Texas. one in Texas. Yeah. So it, it, it is... It's a pizza, slice of pizza that's the size of what I would call a pizza then. Because when I have a pizza, <laughs> I, have a, I have a pizza. Do you know what I'm saying? So, Oh, God, I'm, I'm with you. Like, is it commensurate yeah. with the amount of pizza that I would expect if I asked for a pizza? Or is it still a short change? When you ask for a pizza, what uh, size are you going for? It depends how hungry I am. But, um, yeah, yeah. I'll eat a nine-inch uh, personal – well, well – no, I think pizza, pizza hurts cool. A personal pan, something much, much smaller. But I'll, I'll eat yes. a nine-inch pizza by myself. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go to town on, uh, on a twelve-inch pizza if I have to. Uh, oh yeah, I know that's too, been uh, that's too much food. I won't go bigger than that on my own. Um, yeah, no, I don't think I've gone bigger than a twelve. But I, I will quite happily. Um, I, you know, if I do go bigger than a twelve, then usually it's, uh, it's, a, it's a couple of slices uh, for breakfast the next day. Yeah, I just um, had cold pizza for lunch. Well done. You are you are uh, you're living life the way it should be lived. I did some trash parenting last night. I um, <laughs> I, I went to uh, Sainsbury's supermarket on the way home from taking my kids to sports club, and I not only went and got a convenience pizza from Sainsbury's, but I got them to cook it for me whilst I picked up a few other essentials because that's a wow. service that they do. So, oh wow! So we got so we got supermarket pizza that I didn't even that I paid somebody a pound to cook. Rather than cooking it myself, I mean, were there no like pizza places? Yeah, around? yeah, but that's so right. So I, I needed to get a few things in the supermarket. Ah, so I walk okay, into yeah, the supermarket. So you're really maximizing your time. I go then. to the pizza counter. Yeah, this is a life hack essentially. Let's yeah. to you as that. Uh, I went to. <laughs> <laughs> I like the, the way you put that. It's like I won't understand it because. Yeah. I... Because I'm a millennial, I won't understand it unless you couch it in the, in the concept of a life hack. That is 100% what's happening here, Mark. <laughs> so, life hack. You the, super, the supermarket's a big building with many choices of foods. <laughs> if you wish to have many choices of foods, go there. It's a great life hack. No, uh, you, you go in, you go to the deli counter, and you say to the person behind the deli counter, hello, um, how long will it take for you to cook me a pizza? And the person behind the deli counter says, about seven minutes if you choose one of the ones I've already made, or nine if you want me to assemble you a bespoke pizza. Okay. And I go, shit, dog, I haven't got time. I haven't got nine minutes. <laughs> so I say, kids, choose one of the pizzas the man's already made. And they do, and they give it to the man, mm. and then he cooks it. And then we go and pick up Brilliant. some cat food, and we attempt to buy some uh, school jumpers, which don't get sold in the shop anymore because all of the clothes are now um christmas jumpers oh god um and then we go all of this in seven minutes and then we go back and the man has um has made the pizzas and we uh, go through the self-serve checkout and we're we're home five minutes later and we're we're eating it's great and it's so big that i had to be living your best life yeah Yeah, i'm living my best life i am the best me (laughs) Um, so okay, so, so yeah, so, I'll, so, I'll be, I'll be. one by the slice. How big is your slice? In how big context? is it? It's uh, it's bigger than your hand. Um, 
they good. tend to be. Mate, I, would, um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't accept. I wouldn't accept any food stuff that's smaller than my hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's it has it's been it's been about five or six years since the last time I did this. So, um, oh, has your hand got bigger? um yeah it's 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 quite big it's a lunchtime pizza it's not um it's not a it's not a dinner time food unless you know it's well no it's just not i don't think um maybe some people will accept that as the case but i i wouldn't i would say it's a it's a lunchtime food and perhaps a snack um uh, you know perhaps it's a it's a late night indulgence and would it be Um, would it be deep pan not to my well I, I, probably depends on where you go um because the one that i think you know if you're if you're going more traditional then it tends to be like proper italian pizza then it tends to be thin crust and very very unwieldy right because of the topping to crust ratio oh, um okay. which which you know it, it looks like one of those that you would see a cartoon two cartoon dogs fighting over <laughs> That's basically the pizza that you get. So it's it's a it's a really big slice uh, with um, it's a, it's a it's a it's an orange triangle with large red circles on it um, and a crust that looks really like something that that they fight over in Do Dogs Go to Heaven, right? Um, or whatever the name of that film was. I'm pretty sure there were dogs fighting over pizza in that so, film. So the so it's so the, the the toppings are canonical. There's no no ridiculous. English, no, I don't English think breakfast so. pizza or anything like that. It's it's kind of like you got your cheese and tomato, you got your pepperoni, you got one with some rocket on it. What do you want? Yeah, I think I think that's probably going to be my option. So I'm going to I've, I've got a, a recommendation. Um, I'm going to go and, and, and navigate that, um, figure out what 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 the deal is because I mean that's a full as, day. That's a full day, Mark. Just just dealing with this. Uh, it is for me because. One of the one of the things when you when you travel when you travel with a visual impairment everything is you know in, in unfamiliar places everything is is about ten times more work yeah um, because you don't know how anything works and so you're looking at menus for things um, you know if I can if I can find a menu online I'm, I'm like my little visual visual impairment life hack is any time you're going to any kind of establishment that is known that is you know like has a presence. Yeah. Uh, whether it's on Yelp or whatever, get the online menu, read through that, decide what you want before you get there, go there, and then you can just rock up an order. Cool. Um, otherwise, you're standing there with, you know, you, you do one of two things. Uh, one of three things. One, you ask, which isn't ever going to happen. Okay. Um, because screw that embarrassment. Okay. Um, okay. okay. It's just the double thing of, yes, I'm English, yes, I'm, I don't belong here, and also I'm visually impaired, so I need an, an extra bit of help for you to tell me exactly what's on the menu, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll hit stop when, I've, when you've told me something I might enjoy. Right. Um, <clears throat> uh, so the, the other two options are take a photo of the menu yeah. uh, up on the wall, which I'm a big fan of. That's yeah. really helpful. Okay. Get the zoom lens um, and, and stand and peruse that, or, you, or, or I bring my, uh, my device which makes me look like I'm casing the joint, um, and so I'm not. I'm not so much a fan of that either. Um, I would rather pass as a capable person and just go and and say, "Look, you're busy. You're you know you've got lots of things going on. Let me just get my order. Bish bash bosh. Out we go." Right. Um, so I will. I will figure out. I'm sure it'll be very simple. It's probably just going to be on a board like pepperoni, 
uh, X dollars a slice, uh, uh, and that's what I'll go for. So with, um, with your with this with your plan of, of wanting to pass, as you as you put it, mm. um, you can you, you you could you could as a survival me- mechanism, you could do like absolute baller ordering. You could just go into places, and when they pass you the menu, just pass it straight back and go, "Give me what's good." And then just carry on talking to whoever you're with, and you just look classy as you just look like a bad motherfucker. Sort of, sort of had that a little bit a couple of days ago. So I was with uh, I was with my um, uh, one of my one of my peeps, one of my um, well, it's a client um, at, at this stage, um, but a little bit more than that. Um, it's it, it feels disingenuous to call him a client because there's a but yeah, let's, let's go with a business relationship right okay. now. Um, and he t- he took us all to a place that he recommends, and they do a particular they do a soup and sandwich, which is a you know a, a, a thing that he says is always good. So okay. uh, the woman rattles through some of the, the menu items, and he says, "What's a soup and sandwich today?" And she she describes this butternut squash soup, and then um, chia batter. Um, I think it was a chia batter uh, sausage sandwich. Wow! And all four of us are just like, yeah, that. And yeah. so, like that was nice and easy. Didn't even have to open the menu. Didn't have to read it. Um, uh, and so uh, that was nice and simple. Uh, and then I got oh, so I got a burrito on um, Sunday night. Yeah. Um, because I'd, I'd gone and done some done some walking. Come back to the hotel. My room had been cleaned, so I'd done I'd done my fiduciary duty of leaving the hotel uh, or leaving my room for a you know a, a reasonable amount of time so that they could clean it. Um, and uh came back did did work for about five hours and then uh tummy started to rumble so looked up a place walked over there with my with my business debit card in my back pocket um looked at the menu beforehand said i'd like a ground beef burrito and uh and and got my little can of coke and um blipped the card uh, or gave her the card because they 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 try swipey and stuff because they're still right. in those like shushink machines uh, but they you know they, they tried swipey swipey and um no card denied ah oh. crap okay let's try apple pay no because it's the same card card denied oh. it's weird that you go in this way with the story because i was just about to say how are they with debit cards like yeah oh, no, cards. The, the, like the actual concept of a debit card is fine um <clears throat> no no yeah, i just just was wondering how your your uk debit card would was well this is this is the issue i think i yeah. think Basically, because I got rinsed the day before by a taxi driver, um, uh, a private car driver, who, who basically I ended up paying nearly $300 to get from the airport to my hotel. Um, Santander Business Bank took the various charges that were happening and said, Mark's usually never in New York. Um, let's let's put a stop to this. He So the, 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 the $300 taxi driver is not a problem, but him getting a $6 burrito, that's... That's that's beyond the pale. Well, exactly. Um, so we denied the card, and I was like, "Okay, um, I, I will probably be back." Uh, and I was debating: do I just go back to the hotel, which has got a new mommy burger, you know, like a chain as part of the hotel, and that's easy and simple. And but I don't think I want another burger because I've had a breakfast burger every day. Um, so I went back to the hotel, found my personal debit card, got that, brought it back to the burrito place. Uh, and bless them, they still kept my order open, um, which I didn't expect them to do. It was very nice. You were just like, yeah, no worries. Blipped the card, all fine, got my burrito. And um, so, yeah, and, and then, yeah, so, like, I've, I've kind of I've done that place a couple of times because it's, it's, I really like burritos, John. I yeah. really like burritos. And, and crucially, you, you've, done the, you've done the thing of you, you, found, you found the safe place. 
when when you find when you're away anywhere and you find the yeah. place that does the food that you like and the people are nice yeah to you, actually like, that's my place what, now what's really cool is i found two so the next night i was like i should try something else yeah um and there's a there's a place um that's like two doors down from the hotel uh and it's like a standard sort of um you know like a late night food establishment that we might have but a little bit bigger so they do pizzas they do them by the slice or they do massive pizzas that are 22 dollars uh they also do calzones so i got a calzone um, calzone zone nice calzone zone um and what i did this was a, a an extra good life hack is i ordered it online for personal pickup okay um, so I, I, I went through the process, paid on Apple Pay, because I was like, just in case there's another credit card problem, as long as the Apple Pay thing works, uh, which it now, like, my, I think my card is working again. So that, that worked. And so they, they just had my order ready to go when I came and picked it up. And like, what's your name? Stedman. Here's your, here's your food. Uh, mosey along. And that was a super frictionless thing. And so that's like, that's another easy option when I'm just, I was, I was knackered on Monday night. I was so tired. Because um, it had taken me a long time to get back from um, Fifth Avenue, well, off Fifth Avenue, back to um, Central Park, which basically means walking through Broadway, which is you know where you've got Times Square and and, and all the um, everything is neon. Well, not neon. Everything is is L- L- LCD screens uh, and and lights and and buzz and and attraction. And there's something in in uh, on the whole area of Broadway that messes up the compass on the iPhone. <laughs> Oh really? Um, yeah, because I'd walk, I'd walk a few, I'd walk maybe like a block or half a block, and I know that really all I've got to do is for about forty minutes is walk in a straight line because right. it's um, it's a diagonal street, and it it kind of takes you from my hotel room <clears throat> up to where I need to be, and it's about an hour's walk, and most of it is on Broadway. Um, but because I didn't really, I wasn't really thinking that, and then I got confused because it kept telling me that I was facing in a different direction and heading in a different way. Every now and again, it would either say proceed to the route or it would say, take a right on, um, go here and then take a right on Broadway. And it wasn't until the second day that I was like, bitch, bitch, please. I'm already on Broadway. I don't need to take a right to go on. I'm already on Broadway. I'm going to have to ignore you for half an hour because I know that the the place I need to go, I just need to carry on walking and let you freak out. Yeah, uh, and then you'll come back after a bit and you'll be like, "Oh yeah, no, he's still on Broadway." But for a while, it's like, um, "Walk head left on Fifty Second Street and then take a right on Broadway." And he's like, "N word, I'm on Broadway." So um, yeah, it's nice. <laughs> no, that's uh, good. so that's that's kind of that's kind of my situation. So a um, bit of bit of listener feedback that I've had or listener questioning. People are desperate to know if you're going to Gimlet or not. No, uh, they don't do tours and they wouldn't let me in. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I emailed them uh, a couple of weeks ago and I said, um, I'm in the industry um, and, and I'd, love, I'd love to come and get a tour. And they were like, yeah, that's really sweet. We don't do tours. Bye. Oh well, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> it was nice of them to reply, but um, yeah. They, that's so a shame. Just, that, like, that would have been cool. It would just just find where their office is and go and hang out in a, in a bodega or whatever it is they call it there until you see <laughs> one of them. That sounds good. Until I see a PJ vote and and uh, yeah, uh, or an Alex Bloomberg. I wouldn't know what one of those looked like. That's the trouble. Hipster, probably beard and glasses. Chances are that if you throw a stone, you're going to hit someone who matches that description. I think chances are 
if you throw a stone, you're going to hit someone anyway. And then probably um, get arrested. And, yeah. Uh, don't yeah, don't yeah, throw yeah. any stones, Mark. That's what I'm no. saying. People who live in New York shouldn't throw stones. They shouldn't. They shouldn't. <laughs> Just going to write down that show title. Just a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what else? Have you got any other New York-y things you want to tell me about? I don't think so. I, I, I'm hoping to do some New York things soon. Uh, the, the American... What, you're going to spread um, some news? You're going to leave today? I'm going to be a part of it, John. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm hoping that um, I'm going to get shown around by, um, uh, by, the, by the, the missus of... Um, of our friend Jamie Garner, okay, um, who lives in New York and is uh, uh, has has offered to to show me some some fun and oh, uh, yeah, so and and there's also another friend that uh, uh, is the son of a friend um, who uh, hopefully we're also going to meet up with. So hopefully they like they will show me a bit more of some New York things. I'd like to see some improv. There's the, there's three UCB theaters here. Two of them oh, nice. are open. One of them opens in December. Um, I, I, I wouldn't mind trying to go in and see a show, um, see some improv. That would be really cool. Uh, yeah. So I'd like. I've got... Oh, I've I've massively lost you there, Mark. Um, today. Can you can you, oh, can oh, you roll dear, back I'm about sorry. thirty seconds? Oh wow! Yeah, sure. <clears throat> um, uh, so you're just talking about improv and I, yeah. I'm, I'm gutted to report that I've just Googled to see if Greg Proops is doing Smartest Man in the World and he was on Monday oh, in, New York, in New York. Goddamn. Oh, um, well. Oh, no, 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 no. That was the episode that dropped. Let's see when the gigs are. <laughs> Let's see when the gigs are. Proopcast live dates. Where? Are you, what date are you now? Where are you now? <laughs> well, it's still Wednesday. Uh, I can't. I can't understand. I can't understand his website. No, it's fine. Um, I, yeah, you I should might, find I out. Find out if he's if he's in New York and go and see him. Yeah, and say yeah, hi for me cool. and Dan. Sure, he's, he's very good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's there's uh, there's there's options. Uh, so I've got today. Uh, I don't know what what I'm going to do this evening, but I've I've got I've got so much stuff I need to do. So I'm going to head to um, the New York Public Library as soon as I've dressed myself and fed myself and coffeeed myself. Um, so I'm going to head to the the Columbus um, New York uh, Columbus uh, Public Library um, and uh, is that the one for Ghostbusters? E- sure, I don't know. I don't know. Um, could be. I could get stop. slimed. Well, no, at the time, anyway, yeah, that, that was at the hotel. But... No, it was at the hotel. You're absolutely right. Well done. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I've, I've got I've got a really nice um, last exit T-shirt with that hotel logo on it. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's cool, and it, it glows in the dark uh, with slime, with slime on it. Oh, that's nice. Um, so yeah, uh, like so, I, I'm going to get a bunch of stuff done, podient things, and I've got um, probably three podcasts to edit today. You probably have. Uh, well, yeah. I, I'm doing this one because I've got the I've got the call. In fact, I think it's four. Um, you're going to edit this one. Yeah, no, I've I've got I've got point on this. Oh shit, son. Yeah. All right, I'll have to send you my audio. No, no, because I've got I've got a call recorder. Oh, so when you said you've got a call recorder, you mean I, I was just literally thinking your end. Oh um, no, no! What I meant was I'm recording the I, entire. I'm call. recording the call, and I'm just going to chuck the file onto the internet when I'm done and go about my business. Well, I, would you would you mind sending it to me so I can at least put the music at the beginning? Oh, is that, have we got music? Yes. <laughs> yes. 
Oh, okay. Yes. Um, all right. So, well, uh, okay. So, listen, I'm going to skip. I'm going to skip forward to something. And um, so, so when you said just before, and because we had a kind of a, a pre-call that then kind of ended because we were going, oh my god, tech. Um, when you said you can you record, I didn't press go on Audacity. I was just like, yeah, I'm recording now, meaning I was recording us both. Meaning I thought sure. I would just do the show for you because you're in New York working. Oh, bless you. Um, and it needs to go up today because Mark, it's 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 drop day. It is drop day. It's drop day. So I uh, yeah, I thought I was just going to take the call recorder files and um, make an MP3 and put them on to Podium for us. I forgot we had a jingle. Um, yeah, you can send me. The and I'd like to do a bit of post processing. You to can send me the sure jingle if you want, or you can do it. But uh, if we hadn't recorded today, I had an episode ready to go. No, more or less. It's about halfway. Um, I've just finished a bit where. Um, so normally, this show doesn't get edited per se. As you say, you might do a bit of processing on it, and you top and tail it. I do uh, a lot of processing on it. <laughs> but, but we've got. Um, we have got a show in the can, which will need more than our usual edit because of some yeah. of the stuff that came up within it, which isn't stuff that's contentious. It's just there was some fake news going on while we were recording. Ooh. And it came up on mic. This was after a leopard recording. Oh, this is the one with John. You, me and John were recording. Yeah. And there's, there's, yeah. A, there's a long section where we're very confused about some, about some fake news and trying to work it all out. And so I've got to cut that big chunk out of, of it out. But um, I've been, and this is my homework for the week. I'm I'm self self imposing my homework, and I hope you agree with it. I am learning how to um, cut on Audacity. Oh, cool! No Audacity Audition. Sorry, I know. How to oh, do even better. Or, even yeah, I know better. how to do stuff on Audacity, so I've been learning Audition, and that is, um, if you will accept it, that's my homework for the week. I heartily and gladly accept it. Yeah. So um, that episode might go out over Christmas because we might run out of time to get together. Yeah. Uh, but I will, I will cut it and I will get some notes from you, good sir, on the processing that needs to be done. Um, but I've got some, I've got some chat about audition to to just kind of talk talk about. If you can indulge me a second. Oh, happily. Okay. Cool. So, is it your is it your editor of choice? Very much so. It has been for uh, nigh on um, eighteen years. Oh wow! Has it changed a lot? Um, yes, uh, it used it used to not be owned by Audition. It used to be called Cool Edit Pro, which was made by a company called Centrillium, and it used to be Windows only. Oh, um, okay, okay, okay. I didn't know be... that it had that heritage. Oh, right. yeah. Okay. So what's really cool is before I think I started using it maybe maybe ninety nine two thousand. Yeah. Um, because I had a hooky CD uh, that a friend gave me, or I might even have picked up from my retail job right. which had a bunch of in fact that's probably where i got it which had a bunch of hooky software on it and um one of them was was centrillium's cool edit pro wow. and i think i then got a subsequent cd which had the next version of it and i started like that's how i cut my teeth wow. um, uh, you know in the arse end of the 20 20th century and so at some um, point that got taken over by just just to correct you or adobe not Audition Auditions, now the name of the software, now Adobe. Oh, Jesus, yeah, sorry. It's okay, Um, just just clarification for anyone listening who doesn't know their way around this stuff. So So, Adobe bought it, um, and uh, and then in around 2010 or 11, they Mm. managed to finally port it to the Mac. Okay. Um, which was huge news because the one the one thing that made me sad about owning a Mac, uh, having used Windows for, for so much of my computing life, was yeah. that, that Adobe Audition didn't exist on the Mac. And um, 
they uh, so I was using GarageBand for a while, which is like um, cutting audio with boxing gloves. Um, yes. And I find I find Logic the same. Uh, it doesn't feel like it has the same precision because it's just trying to be friendly, and Logic doesn't need to try and be friendly. Uh, it needs to help you get the job done. Um, and so, yeah, you're you're. It's like cutting audio with um with a with a plastic knife. Um, and um, so, I was very pleased when when audition finally finally happened. And um, yeah, so I've used it for a long time. And uh, before I went to uni. Uh, I'd been using it, and then when when I I went to uh, the uni, of which uh, we are both familiar, or with which uh, we are both familiar, uh, that was the software that they used. Cool. And uh, so that was really that was really great for me because I was like, okay, this is a space I'm already really comfortable in. Still learned a, a bunch of stuff, um, but I, I had a head start, and so um, yeah, like <clears throat> you can. I used to make uh, like remixes of songs. Right. I did a really bad. <clears throat> but quite fun remix of Soul Man um, using some sort of um, 80s funky drums and uh, messing around with looping and EQing and all sorts of stuff. Uh, and it still exists somewhere. And I did that in, in a, um, Cool Edit Pro. Um, and so you can do multi-track editing and yes. single track editing and um, the, the effects are wonderful. So, I mean, this is, this is what Audition has over Audacity. Is Audacity isn't a multi-track editor, is it? I think it wants to be. Um, I think I think it has a it has a multi track idea. Uh, mm. I think I think you can layer tracks on, um, but I you can't. I, I don't think you can like grab a bit of track and move it, um, which is crucial when you're editing a show like Leopard, which has lots of little pauses. So there are there are probably over a thousand edit points in mm. in a thirty six minute episode of, of Beware of the Leopard where I'm cutting out pauses and various things. And you do that by slicing either end of the bit of audio that you want, um, trimming the, uh, trimming the, um, silence off, uh, the, the, the points to the left of that, and then dragging that bit of audio that you want left or right, uh, to make it match up with where you want it to be. And you can't really, I don't think you can do that in audition because, uh, in audacity, cause it doesn't have the same, doesn't have the same idea. It's, no. it's a, you know, it's, it's gr- like, I will always recommend it for, um, set your input device, hit record, yeah. go to export. Don't do anything else because it's not good for anything else. I know people like it and, and think they can use it and that's fine. Great. But it's not good for anything other than being a, a recorder. Cause it's just, uh, and, and maybe doing a bit of trimming. I think you can yeah. do a bit of trimming and you'll get away with it, but like, it's not good for much else. People's, people's affinity for audacity seems to be, um, part of that, part of that same kind of thing of where people are kind of like, oh, well, you can do stuff in GIMP. Like, yeah, yeah, or I people, could do stuff in use, GIMP, but people who use the Vim text editor. Yeah, I, I, I could use those. I, I'm not going to. Yeah, um, no, because yeah, I mean, I've got I, shit to do, and and also hugely privileged. I've I've had access to all of the good tools for all of my life. So yeah, um, uh, yeah, I'm not sure why why I <clears> want want to do those those things necessarily, uh, but there is. There is something nice about the fact that you can say to someone, Audacity's just free, just get it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and so that's why I always recommend it when we're doing recordings of shows yeah. because it's got a big red thumping record button and a big blue or whatever colour it is, stop button. Yeah. And 
as long as you can see your waveform. You can, you don't hit save because that does something weird. You hit export yeah. and you get it as an MP3 or an OG file. Yeah. yeah, do it as an OG file. Don't worry about MP3 because your computer's going to complain. Um, yeah, and uh, like you, you can put you can put that experience on Rails. And, and so for for Leopard, uh, we have a Dropbox folder where all the audio uh, of, of everyone's calls go, and I have a couple of text box uh, text boxes text files in there which explain the um, sort of on-ramp and the off-ramp of, of what to do. And, like, you can explain what to do in very few instructions, and it's great. I think I think the crucial tests for those instructions are that you can get John, me, and Danny. Um, you can get John, me, and Danny when, uh, when we're drunk to successfully yeah. process those files. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, yeah, it's like if you want to put your knowledge to the test, Explain it to a busy person. Yeah. Um, because a busy person's just like, no, what? No, I just, no, look, just what? Click where? Oh, yeah. oh. And if you can get, th- if you can write instructions that get through that, then um, you've won. <laughs> yeah, it's very effective. So uh, the, the knowledge now that I, that I have. So 10 the, minutes ago, you had a question about. <laughs> the call edit is, is, um, is sorry, that, that audition is call, call edit at its core. Um, yeah. That explains something that I felt with my use of, of audition. So let me just sort of set the scene as to how I've started out on my audition journey. Mm. Firstly, there were a number of uh, non-credit bearing courses that were being run in the in the school of media where I work, mm-hmm. um, which were for students who weren't taking subjects to come along and have some experience and exposure to them. And I said to the radio team, "I want to come to the editing class," and they laughed at me and they went, "No, you're not coming to the editing class." I was like, come on, I'll be good. I will, I'll behave. And they were like, no, it's it's beneath you. And I was like, no, it's not, because I've not edited audio. Um, on so a, you had a reverse pretty woman moment. I, uh, I don't follow the metaphor, God. Uh, pretty woman, the, the, the big scene, uh, the, the big famous scene is where the uh, lady goes into the shop with the man oh, and yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. can't afford the dress. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're having a call. Got, got it now. I thought you were saying I was a whore. I mean, that comes later. <laughs> um, that's really, that's a really bad film. I, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I really hope that everybody who's enjoyed that film over the years rethinks themselves. Um, <laughs> well, it's basically Anchorman in, in as much as they didn't have a film by the end of, the, of, of shooting all of the bits, so they just cut it all together, which is what happened with Anchorman. Like they, they just they, they they found a story by taking all of these disparate scenes and going, well, there you go, that'll do. Shit, that. Except that Anchorman's, you know, the resulting product is very well watchable. So, so both of these both of these things have blown my mind for a second. So, Anchorman was just some sketches that they managed to glue together. Effectively, like they 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 just improvised and tried a bunch of different things, um, okay. and I think that's why you've got the voiceovers because they needed to. Um, tie a couple of bits together and it's also why the voiceover isn't consistent so uh, at the beginning of the film it's a dude it's just a generic like newsy voiceover and then for one scene there's the there's the lady newsreader has her voiceover and it's only ever done once Um, I think it's all testament to the fact that when they like they didn't really have much more than a sort of bare bones idea of what they were going to do and then they just recorded a bunch of stuff and, and were able to it all came together in the edit, is and, my understanding. And Pretty Woman was done in the same way? Yeah, Pretty Woman was meant to... I think it was meant to be a different film. And then they uh, they came to the editing booth and they were like, well, none of this is good. 
Um, so none of this kind of makes sense of the film that we were supposed to make. So we'll cut it together. We'll, we'll cut the bits together that we need to make a, a sort of slightly different story. That's my understanding from from having and, overheard. And then we will do marketing on it. Yeah, and 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 the song and everything's yeah. everything's, everything's fine now. Yeah, everything's good. It's now a very famous film that gets referenced. No, it's it's a horribly problematic film. <laughs> um, right. Um, I I um, I was talking about audition. Right. So my um, my pro my ugh, I was told not to come to the class, and I was like, "Well, yeah, but come on, I should do." And uh, the radio guys were like, "No, seriously, John, you, you'll be able to work it out. You're a bright boy." Um, <laughs> And you've been around the block a few times, um, so uh, have a go. So yeah, they kind of like let, left left me loose. And broadly speaking, I can. I've I've had a look at it, and I've managed to um, do a few a few few cuts of things that I wanted to trim out. And because um, the files that I've got from the episode of Thread that we recorded has got an hour and a half or an hour and forty five minutes of leopard on the start. So are you still there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I'm just listening. Okay. Uh, it's it's got. A lot of, I know it's weird that I haven't interrupted you yeah, for thirty seconds. Got a lot of leopard on the start that I had to cut out, and then there's a few um, few bits where a few other things happened, and I've managed to do some cuts and made it fairly fairly tidy. And I was like, yeah, they were right. I could work this out. But through working it out and my approach to working it out, I have found all sorts of weird things in the way that the software works, which I probably wouldn't have found if I'd gone on rails at it um so i'm, I'm gonna go back and i'm gonna go on to lynda.com and mm. do a few courses to orient myself to it but that's a really good idea i i, I genuinely and i'm sorry i know i'm interrupting you it's okay i need to make a um, point but go on oh no 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 make your, point, make your point yeah please no, so the call I just, want to, I just want to button this call edit point so the the things i found that were confusing about it i think come from it not being a native adobe app Ah. Or an original Adobe app. Okay. So there are there are bits of Adobe logic um, and Adobe workflow and things that make sense in the in the metaphors that Adobe use on their software ah. that, that I can see that are kind of DNA of Premiere and DNA of Photoshop. Uh-huh. Even, even though it's weird because I'm moving from audio into to video, but if you put Premiere in between the two of them and you say this is editing images, yeah. Now this is editing images that move that have sound yeah. now this is editing sound i can see some bits of the interface and some of the way that it works where that that, all, that matches up and then there's other things that it does which i'm just like why are you doing that oh okay. how does that work that way and i think that Ooh. must be the legacy stuff what kind of things um so uh, there seems to be three different ways to do everything <laughs> yeah um so the, the ways in which i can take a bit out mm. there are uh, there are ways and there are ways and there are other ways yeah and one particular thing there is a uh, let me bring audition up if it's still open well while you're bringing that up um i will say r i think it's r c v and t um are, are the keys that you need so r brings up the razor tool and that that's really good um for uh clipping and just cutting so like wherever you click on the timeline that splits the audio okay. when you hit r and you know it's it's like your photoshop in that you you know you're working with tools or brushes or whatever so you 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 hit R, you you clip out the bit that you want. Right. You head back to V, which is the move tool. You can then move that that thing along. C, I can't remember exactly what it does. And then T is for selecting time 
Yeah. This, so this will be the sort of thing that I'll need to do that I'll pick up from from a course. So yeah. There's one particular thing, which is split all clips under playhead, which is an option off of the clip menu. Yeah. Which appears to be alt shift command K catchy uh, shortcut for that one. Now, yeah, or, there are some, there are some particular, yeah, or, or exactly, yeah, or there's another yeah. way of doing it. There is yeah. some particular <laughs> way in which you give focus to particular parts of the timeline, which will enable yes. split all clips under play how to work. <clears throat> yes. But I can't always get the focus on all of, all of the windows that will make that switch on. <laughs> um, that was the first, th- that was the first way I learned to cut a file. Yeah, and sometimes it was switched on, and sometimes it wasn't. And I was desperately uh, click on this timeline, or hold shift and click two timelines and see um, two clips and see what happens. I will, uh, I'll highlight this window. I'll click off this window. I'll focus off the app, then come back to the app. And I was doing all sorts of different bits of voodoo to try and make split all clips into playhead work. And then I was like, yep. okay, there's a razor icon there. I'm going to start using that instead. <laughs> yeah, that's and then I got the, a razor. I was like, that yeah, does the same that's thing. It. That does the same yeah. thing. That's it. Exactly. And uh, so yeah, R R gives you the razor tool. So you can start going through things fairly quickly. Uh, and then it does start getting confusing when you're grouping. If you've grouped clips together or you've selected multiple tracks, um, then the razor will uh, act on any and all selected tracks. Mm. Except if you click shift, then it does the opposite. Um, and it will only click, it will only uh, split the tracks that you're mousing over. Right. Uh, so there's like, there's lots of things that are like you think of as being very confusing because you're like, well, there are so many options. But when you start getting into very slightly different scenarios for different types of edit, mm. you can, you you become you become like the um, stereotypical hacker whose fingers are flying a- across the yeah. keyboard, and you, you're just using all of these different incantations, and you can get things done relatively qu- quickly. Um, there are still some things that I, I bet you, if I um, if I found a good place to look up or saw someone else doing them, mm. I'm sure that there is something in Leopard that's taking me infinitely longer to do. Than it has to. Than it has yeah. to, because I just don't quite don't know. So the problem I, I often have is because there are so many edit points. Um, there is no option to just drag everything from the right of the current playhead, and that would be phenomenal. Like If I could yeah. do that to just say, uh, just drag everything from the right of the playhead, to, to where I want it to be in a couple of keystrokes, that would be incredible. But there is no option to select everything from the right of the of, of the playhead, okay. um, which is a shame because that something like that would be amazing. Audition is wonderful, but there are there are two or three, maybe more uh, features that 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 are missing that are maybe another um, another, another audio we'll apps. So yeah. what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a. I'm going to take a guided tour of the interface through, through, through a course. It'll take me an hour or two of just sort of driving around using things as per recommendation. And then I think what will inevitably happen, which is kind of what you almost mentioned in terms of how you do Leopard, um, when I'm doing a project, there will be some of those things that I'll need and I will get project-specific workflows where I will know which tool to use at the right time. So I'm not going to have mastery of Audition. But I, as long as I can do a, a, a small suite of things well, I'll be okay. Um, I kind of feel that's how I that's how I use it. I, I wouldn't. I, I like. I'm no master. Um, I've used it. It's one of those weird things. I've used it for eighteen years, but yeah, uh, I, I still think there are there's so much to learn um, because you know there are so many different scenarios in which that software is useful. So, like with the audiobook stuff, I just use the uh, the single track. Um, you know, waveform editor, uh, and 
you know there's lots of things you can do in there there's wonderful things that there's there's an effects rack which is in the in the life of audition is relatively recent and and what that means is for a single piece of audio when you're just editing um like a traditional sort of waveform audio editor you can set up an effects rack um so you can hear how all of the effects will sound when they're combined while you're editing and then you can then hit apply and then it actually makes all of those changes in a non so it, it, you, you can make changes in a non-destructive way first to hear how it sounds right. and then when you're ready you bake all those changes into the actual file um and that is that's that's really really useful oh nice yes yeah, so the the effect rack means that you can layer on you know so my my audio processing um workflow for just doing standard vocal stuff has about maybe half a dozen effects from uh, turning up the gain to dynamics processing to get rid of little bits of um, signal uh, or extra noise on the on the on the line um, to um, other like deverberation um, and then a multiband compressor, which is the best thing in the world. Um, nice. So the multiband compressor is like that should be what you apply to your finished. Okay. audio so on uh, on a multi-track editor you have a master track and so what you want to do is apply this effect to the master track and this basically will do its best job and there, there are ways that you can you can goose this to help it further but it will do its best job of making everything have as little dynamic range as possible so at the moment i'm not talking all that loudly yeah. um but uh what we can do is using the compressor it brings everything up um and then dampens the, which is the, where the compressing part comes in, it dampens the loud bits so that the loud bits aren't too um, dissimilar or too distinct from the quiet bits. So it brings the quiet bits up a lot, brings the loud bits down a little bit, and you end up with um, a more solid-looking waveform that doesn't have as many dips and troughs, uh, as many peaks and troughs. Okay. Uh, and that is brilliant because it means that your 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 audio is as audible as possible in as many different scenarios because people will listen to podcasts in bed or yeah. in a busy street uh, while driving, while there's lots of other background noise. You know, people listen on cheap headphones. And so by using compression, you make yourself as audible as possible in as many different scenarios as possible. And that is huge. It's so, so useful. So that's um, yeah, sort of slightly counterintuitive in my head, the idea that compression is a good thing. But yeah, it's, 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 uh, so you've got, it's, it's audio or like a, almost analog compression, okay. um, as opposed to file. So it's not about file size. It's literally yeah. about sound. Um, and it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a form of processing dynamic range to reduce the amount of dynamic range. Right. Um, and, and a, a really good way that you can see this in action is, uh, if you take a song, um, if you take a Beatles song or something from the sixties, like, um, like, um, you don't want like a, a, a Phil Spector wall of sound one. You want pre-wall of sound. Okay. Um, that's twist, important. So, so twist and shout, something like that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, so you take something like that and you take your MP3 and you drag it into Audition and you will see what looks like a traditional waveform with lots of peaks and troughs. Yeah. You then take a one of your modern young person's pop songs yeah. by, you know, like a Mark Ronson or something. Mm-hmm. Um and you load that in and you've got a solid wall of green. Yeah. Basically. And that's because the there's been a great reduction in the dynamic range so that the loud bits are are loud and the quiet bits are loud. Right. Uh, and you can actually see 
that you can you can see the effect of that uh, when you take a three minute clip of, of compressed audio versus a three minute clip of, of uncompressed audio you visibly see a huge marked difference in the actual dynamic range you can mm. you know uh, and it's yeah it's quite it's quite the thing once you realize and that's most music now yeah. most music is compressed and then so, uh, someone like radio one um compress it even further um and 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 it becomes in, insane um but yeah so that's compression <laughs> okay no, that's 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 cool so i mean that's that's the thing that i think is not going to be intuitive for me when i learn these things is uh, is that kind of because that's you need some contextual knowledge of of the science of audio which you've just given me um and then you need to find the buttons that will help you to apply that um that's going to be the bit that i'm going to struggle with a bit so that's really easy i wonder well uh, what i was going to say is i wonder if as a as a as a counterpart to my homework if you can find a way to help me do those settings and then my homework is to finish this edit of this uh, bonus episode okay so our, our like homework it. is to is to help is for you to help me to learn more about audio editing i like it a lot happy happy with the homework happy with the homework right i might have to uh, i might have to close the close the call in a second let me just see if there's anything else we need to do um i'm going to do a quick ad read if i may please okay uh once again we are coming to you in association with uh oxfam we have um selected a gift from oxfam's unwrapped charity gift selection as it's coming up to christmas um what you can do if you've never done it before is you can go to Oxfam and you can uh, choose to make a charitable donation on behalf of one of your friends or loved ones. Uh, there are things in here that are priced at good secret Santa levels and you do get a card and fridge magnet and you can even opt to add things like a chocolate goat uh, so that the person does feel like they've had something themselves. The particular campaign that we have chosen is Beat UK Poverty. And uh, what the product here says is... Despite being one of the world's richest countries, poverty is rising in the UK. It's a huge injustice, but your gift will help to set it right by fighting poverty on your doorstep. Uh, you can go to oxfam.org.uk forward slash thread um, and show some support for Oxfam's campaigns in the UK and internationally. Yes. Affirmed. Affirmative. Yeah, Roger that. Good read. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Um, so how are we going to actually do this edit? If we go back to that chat briefly to follow things up, I'm going to send you an audio file and you're going to push it to the web. Yeah, man. Um, cool. yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I, what I will do is I will take the audio and I will, um, I probably don't need to, oh yeah, I'll put it through the multi-track editor because I need to put the music on at the beginning and, okay. and that fades down a little bit. Cool. Um, but I will try and I wonder if I screen record it. Ah, oh, nice. That'd be Is good. that helpful? That'd be good. That'd be your homework, wouldn't it? Yeah. Homework done. Cool. Sweet. Uh, and I'll, I'll walk you through. I won't just screen record it in silence. I'll walk you through and explain what I'm doing. And if I do it completely from from scratch, that means I'll, I'll be finding out how it all works at the same time. Uh, I'm not going to have um, headphones uh, because I only have headphones with lightning connectors. I only have um, headphones for you. Okay, <clears> oh, no. My, yeah, yeah, no. I've got I've got my AirPods, but one of them's broken. Um, but yeah, Ooh. like uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll be able to see that the um, that the meter is uh, is is where we need it to be in terms of decibel levels. So like, it, sorry, this is really boring for for the listener, but yes, I will I will do that. Um, and we will have a show. 
Okay, cool. I'll um, I'll see you in in England next time. Yeah, well, I mean, we haven't seen each other for weeks. God, when's the last time we actually saw each other? Oh, well, a while. Ago. Was it last year? No, no, we've seen Are each sure? other. Sure, we've seen each other in 2017. If we haven't, Have then we? that'll be have to be homework before the end of the year. I hope so because I feel like the last time we saw each other was at, at your place of work. That's silly. <laughs> yeah, it is. Right. We will fix that. Um, I hope so. Uh, but will you be back on these shores when we record next? Yeah, man. Uh, I'm, I fly back on the Saturday and I get in early mo- early Sunday morning. Okay. Cool. Have a good flight. All right. Thank you. Okay. And I'll send you an audio file in a moment. Bye. Lovely. Thank you for talking to me. You're welcome. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.